welcome back. Uh, this is your host, Attorney Alan Edmonds. As many of you know, I handle military discharge upgrades for veterans across the United States, and I've been helping veterans for over 45 years, and I'm honored and pleased to do so. Uh, as a group of uh, deserving individuals, I think that the federal government, and specifically the military, has turned their back on veterans. And uh, I have been fighting alongside of them, both in Washington, D.C., and across the United States to improve their lives and improve their discharges. And today's podcast is indeed about uh, discharge review board procedures and certain aspects of the process that you should all know. Um, I have been lobbying in Washington, D.C., uh, both with uh, the White House and Congress about important changes uh, in the process. I'm a firm believer that there should be automatic upgrades for discharge uh, upgrades. I think that uh, after a period of time, the veteran has suffered enough, and I'm trying to get Congress and uh, the White House on board with looking at this tragedy that has been going on for decades, how uh, negative discharges are uh, harming thousands and thousands of veterans, men and women that uh, entered the service, uh, fought for this country, and then made one simple mistake. Uh, maybe they were uh, AWOL or UA. Maybe they were uh, they uh, smoked a marijuana cigarette. Uh, any number of minor, minor infractions, and then they get a negative discharge, such as no TH, and it ruins their lives. It ruins their lives for years and years and years, and they try and seek relief through the uh, Navy Discharge Review Board or the Army Discharge Review Board, and they're confronted with archaic uh, evaluations and archaic uh, measures that are employed against them from succeeding. So uh, this office, uh, this law firm, the Edmonds Law Firm, you can reach me at 800-481-2526. We appear before the Discharge Review Board on a regular basis, and we've been helping people across the United States with their discharges. There are key deadlines, a 15-year deadline for the Discharge Review Board. Um, if you miss it, uh, there are other options through the Board of Corrections. Uh, you can call us at 800-481-2526 to find out about that. Um, I'm happy to say that uh, the Discharge Review Board is uh, allowing me to have a voice and they're considering some of the recommendations I'm making. And uh, my goal is to uh, bring the organization, the discharge review boards, both Army, Navy, uh, into uh, 2023 uh, with modern thinking, appropriate management, but more importantly, uh, a comprehensive understanding of rehabilitation. Um, it's my belief that the discharge review board has an opportunity to help veterans and families uh, in the rehabilitation effort. Uh, they can do this by upgrading a discharge uh, when it's appropriate. I'm not saying that every single discharge should be upgraded. The majority should, and that's not the case today. Uh, today, the majority are not upgraded. And uh, it's a function of uh, these boards being overworked, understaffed, and also applying standards or criteria that in my opinion are outdated and do not reflect uh, contemporary modern thinking. 
The case I want to talk about involves a Lance Corporal from the United States Marine Corps. And uh, he came to uh, my office after he had been turned down by other law firms. I am a trial lawyer. I've done over 3,500 cases, courts, marshals, security clearance upgrades, all kinds of federal cases. Um, I delight in the courtroom. Our attorneys at the Edmonds Law Firm are all litigators, and uh, we are very aggressive, and we fight for uh, our veterans. And uh, this case, he came to us. Uh, he had a uh, general discharge, and he wanted an honorable. And uh, so this was... Uh, Actually, I misspoke. He had an OTH and he wanted an upgrade and uh, we were successful in getting the upgrade. But along the way, I wanted to alert you to some issues that came up. Uh, you have a application that you must fill out and you must send it in uh, for a discharge upgrade petition. And um, we do those. Uh, we do the whole package along with a booklet of exhibits and a legal brief. And um, we do it for a flat fee. It's uh, the fee is very, very modest because it's a way for the Edmonds law firm and me specifically, attorney Alan Edmonds, to show my appreciation to veterans. So we sent this package in and uh, it went to a hearing. And uh, the discussion from the NDRB says, the NDRB reviews the proprietary and equity of a applicant's discharge individually on a case-by-case -case basis. That's true. Uh, it contains other information in this discussion portion. It says that uh, the board considers the standards for determining characterization of service where an honorable characterization of service is warranted when the quality of a member's service generally meets the standard of acceptable conduct and performance. The board goes on to say an honorable discharge characterization does not require flawless military service. You really wouldn't know that if you uh, sat in on a hearing because the panel is very, very aggressive. They act as if they've never done anything wrong themselves. And sometimes these hearings, I think, are abusive and demeaning. Uh, they make an individual feel uh, really, really small and uh, they mildly rebuke and attack him for simple mistakes. So this sentence that the honorable discharge characterization does not require flawless military service, that appears in this discussion from the NDRB, but that's not the practice. Um, then it goes on to say a general under honorable condition discharge is warranted when the quality of the member's service has been honest, faithful, but significant negative aspects of the member's conduct or performance of duty outweigh the positive aspects of the uh, member's service record. Again, here they're making a statement in writing, but their conduct, their questions, and the way they uh, finally reach a decision in these cases, the majority of them, I might add, where they deny an upgrade uh, is not consistent with the statement I just read. Uh, the discussion goes on to say an under- other than honorable separation discharge is warranted when a member engages in conduct involving one or more acts 
of omissions that constitute a significant departure from the conduct expected of members of the Naval Service. This could have been Army, could have been Navy, it could have been Coast Guard. The problem with that sentence is, and I've argued this to the board, the Uniform Code of Military Justice, the UCMJ, governs the conduct of all active duty military people. And the, the important word, the operative word, is the very first word in that label. Uh, UCMJ means uniform. Well, this sentence here is totally specious, and it's not supported by uh, the conduct of the Discharge Review Board. It says here that a, a OTH, other than honorable, is warranted when a member engages in conduct involving one or more serious acts or omissions that constitute a significant departure uh, of conduct from members of the Naval or military service. That simply is not supported by reality. Uh, I could name a number of colonels, brigadier generals, who, uh, and you know them as well, they went to courts martial, they sexually assaulted uh, and uh, demanded sexual favors from uh, subordinate officers. Um, the Air Force had a uh, individual that forced women to kiss him. Uh, General Petraeus, as you know, uh, had a lover. He was married, and he allowed her to have access to classified material. Uh, his adultery is certainly not uh, the behavior that warranted an honorable separation. But all of these uh, officers, 06, uh, 07s and above, they were admirals, generals, uh, they all got separated after committing these outrageous crimes against women. They got out and they have an honorable separation and they have full pay and allowance for their retirements. So this whole paragraph in this discussion this one happens to be from the Navy Discharge Review Board, is specious, it's uh, untrue, and it's totally inaccurate. And what they should say, if they want to make this correct, is these standards will apply only to enlisted and officers in any branch of the military. These standards will not apply, and in all likelihood, they will be given a honorable discharge uh, or separation, no matter what they do. So that that would make this paragraph um, accurate. But it's my experience and it's going to be your experience when you go before the board. If you make the mistake of going without an attorney, uh, how you get treated. Uh, as I said, the board has come around and I'm going to give credit where credit's due. I have been battling the board, uh, the Army Discharge Review Board, the Navy Discharge Review Board. I've been battling with them to treat applicants with dignity and respect. And that doesn't always occur. Um, I've been battling with them that I've even suggested, and you can help me if you're a listener out there, you can help me and write your congressman and say there should be automatic upgrades of discharges after a period of time. And uh, I have suggested that an OTH be automatically upgraded after seven years and a general under honorable discharge be automatically upgraded after five years. Because this type of negative uh, discharge characterization hurts an individual, and it hurts them every day of their life. Uh, they can't get certain VA benefits. They can't get educational benefits. They can't get security clearances if they have an OTH. They can't get certain jobs 
at a recent hearing, my client testified that because he had an OTH for a single drug use, his uh, pro-cons were uh, 4-2 to 4-4. He was outstanding Marine for several years, and he made one mistake when a superior enlisted person asked him to use drugs, and he went along with it, and then he got an OTH. He's been suffering with that OTH for 10 years, and that's the point here. These punitive discharges, these negative discharges, an OTH, a general under honorable, uh, punish an individual. And it's the most insidious type of punishment I've ever seen. I've been a criminal lawyer for over 45 years. I've never seen punishments like this. It's crazy, and it's got to be changed. And it's not going to be unless our voices are heard in Washington, D.C. And you can write the Secretary of Defense and you can write the President of the United States, and you can write your congressman that you want to see automatic upgrades and you want changes in the military discharge upgrade process. It's got to be fair. It's got to be changed. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Um, when you go to these hearings, uh, buckle up, be ready, and uh, have your case uh, we do these cases. We prepare a hearing notebook. It has uh, numerous exhibits. It's a booklet, which is indexed. We have a legal brief to discuss uh, mitigation and why my client should get a discharge upgrade. And we present it in a very dignified way. I admit that sometimes uh, there is an adversarial uh, relationship between uh, lawyers and the discharge review board. Things do get contentious. Uh, but the board understands my passion and the board understands that I am fighting for the veteran. And uh, as I said, I've been doing this for a long, long time. So I hope you'll call me at 800-481-2526 if you have a military discharge upgrade question. And I hope that uh, if you have to attend these hearings by yourself, I hope you'll be strong and I hope you insist that you be treated with dignity. And, um, uh, be very, very careful. Uh, you have one bite out of the apple here, so to speak. You've got to put your best foot forward. And that's why taking an attorney, an experienced lawyer into these hearings is absolutely beneficial. Even the board recommends that you come in with a hear uh, come into the hearing with a lawyer. So again, this is attorney Alan Edmonds. Uh, I'm delighted to do this podcast for you. You can also see other uh, security clearance and military discharge upgrade videos on our YouTube channel at Edmonds Law. Uh, we are anxious to help people and uh, we look forward to your call. Thank you.